this podcast is not sponsored by audiobooks.com. This podcast is not sponsored by Acts of God. If you're God, stop fucking us up, please. Thank you. Why not? It's bad. Take a crazy look. Don't do it. Why not? I can give you a lot of reasons. Hillary books. Don't make In me. In Cinderella stories. You'll hear us a lot. So nope. why not? Why not? Why not take a crazy look? You can't make why me. Not Don't do it. No. What a bad chapter. <laughs> What a bad life, Dan. I mean, it's just too, it's too much. It's way too much. I think that like one thing at a time should happen. You know, I just think it's fucked up that this is the second year in the row that I've had to deal with a pandemic hurricane. Like I can't just have one. It has to be both. And now I'm at the, and then like, yeah, I I like came back to reality. I find finally sort of know what day it is. It's Wednesday. And just a heads up. It's Tuesday. (laughs) Okay. Shut the fuck up. It's not Tuesday. Oh, it is Tuesday. Oh, my Mac, my back book says so. Wow. That's, that's pretty embarrassing. Um, I still don't know what day it is and I don't think I want to anyway, so it doesn't matter, but I just think only one thing should happen at a time because we get back from this fucking hurricane. And everyone had to get tested today for COVID. And I was like, oh, that's right. We live in a society. I realized uh, right before recording this or right before I'm taking my notes that my notebook, I have been taking all the previous synopses is lost uh, seemingly forever by American Airlines. Damn. This podcast is not sponsored by American Airlines. American Airlines. Fuck you. Where's my stuff, American Airlines, huh? Where's where's his stuff? Maybe outside. That was, How about his, that? that was his personal Hurricane Ida, okay? <laughs> All See, right. I'm allowed to make that joke, Dan, because it's funny when I do it. It is funny. You can say it, I can't. Because I'm still dealing with uh, the fact that I got sick yesterday because uh, I had to clean mold off of every instrument in my classroom, including the brand new ones that had never been opened. Oh, no. Um, So that was great. Uh, I got very sick. Uh, Bad bad times to be in this place. Bad times Uh, for Ridgemont High. Allergic to mold. Wow. Bad times for mold allergies. Anyway, what are we doing? Welcome to Cinderella Stories. With a Z. My name is Dan. I'm Al, I think. And we're reading the novels of actor, musician, fashion icon, and co-writer Hilary Duff. Chapter by chapter. Still not sure why. Why do you think we're doing this? I don't know. Me neither. By the way, if you're listening to this and you're like, what? Do I need to read this book? Should I listen to previous episodes? The answer is no. No. Don't read these books. Yeah, don't do that. And we'll recap it for you as best we can. We'll get into this later, but I met with the co-writer slash ghostwriter of this book that we have been... Oh my god, yeah, this is our first... Very mean to. We've so mean to. God, I feel really bad about that, like, every day of my life. It's okay. Apparently she's very amused and tells her friends to listen, and you should too. Wow. We're currently reading the sequel to the 20. Did you just tell someone to listen to our podcast um, on our podcast? Yes. We'll tell your friends to listen to our podcast. 
I like, I like, listen to our podcast. <laughs> Keep listening. Do not press pause at all. We'll know and it will hurt our feelings. Yeah, that's right, Rachel Berman. All right, we're reading. Whoa, called out. We're called reading out the, the sequel to the 2010 New York Times bestseller from Simon & Schuster called Elixir. The sequel is titled Devoted. In this episode, we are talking about chapter five. These chapters don't have names. What would you call this chapter, Al? Um, I would call it a uh, hot boxing in Connecticut. How Ben stopped being a cuck incel and learned to love good p- and good weed. That's quite a title. I would title this chapter. Grimace T-shirt. Grimace T-shirt. Let's get right into it. You ready for this? The, the summary, the synopsis, et cetera, that I wrote for this one. Never been readier. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I believe that. Uh, actually, I do believe that you are pretty ready. All right. Chapter five. I'm generally a pretty ready person. So here's a backstory first before we get into this actual chapter, because I feel like backstory is necessary to catch up to this. Okay. No, it's not. Clea Raymond is the teenage daughter of a senator. She also has her lives doomed to, to entwine with an immortal dude named Sage, who centuries ago drank the elixir of eternal life, which is exactly what it sounds like. Since the time that connected in this lifetime, Sage has been kidnapped and is tortured by a mysterious group called the Saviors of Eternal Life, who long ago vowed to protect the elixir. Sage is the last vessel of said elixir. Also, uh, Clea's former bodyguard Ben had a crush on her, and the new assistant of her mom, Senator, is swooping in to date Ben. All right, in this chapter... Clea is trying to find where Sage is being kept and is coming up empty. She's Googling to no avail. She runs into her Senator Mom's new assistant, Suzanne, who asks permission to date Ben, her former bodyguard, and also uh, uh, a cuck friend zone boy who's an adult man. Adult man. Clea not answers, but Suzanne is happy with that. Clea returns to room to find it smells strongly of burning sage. Weed. She thinks it's surely because of her Hungarian housekeeper, Piri. It's weed. Who doesn't know why Clea assumes it was her. Then Clea figures it out. Because it was her weed. Burning sage. 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 It's sage. It's sage because it's sage. Okay. You know what? You know what I wrote in the margins (laughs) at that part? I wrote, um... This is this is the dumbest fucking book I have ever read. This was by far the worst chapter we have read. Yeah, this is pretty bad. This is a horrible. Actually, yeah, this might be the wor- one of the worst chapters. And there's been some cursed stuff that includes the car sex chapter. I, I haven't finished this. The, the summary of this chapter. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Keep going. I guess. She's like Sage. Well, h- how does Sage do this? Then a computer. Then her computer screensaver is changed from pictures which have Sage in the background, which has still not been explained, to reveal a clue to a way to find Sage. It's very clandestine, very confusing. We'll try and decode it later. It's unclear who is doing this, who changed the screensaver, who is burning Sage in her room, which makes you think of Sage. Uh, but it's either Sage or a mysterious, ethereal, immortal spirit girl named Amelia, who you learned about in Chapter 4. Did I forget anything? I actually read that one. Um, <clears throat> nope. I don't remember what you just said, but I think it was probably perfect. Yeah. So let's talk about this. 
What is there to talk about? There were 18 ellipses used in this chapter. None of them used correctly. (laughs) In only 10 pages. That's pretty good. I mean, by pretty good, I mean, that's pretty egregious. By the way, the proper use of an ellipsis is uh, when you're, like, taking text out of a quote. Well, it, it, there's it, something it also, that's supposed to be there. Well, it also signifies a pause. Like, you're talking about more on a journalistic standpoint. Yeah, but I just, you also don't really see it. When you, I feel like when you see it in fiction, it's like this, and it's overused, and it's really lazy. And I feel like you could accomplish these same effects with periods and commas, you know? Well, or M dashes. Well, M dash implies oh, no. being interrupted. Oh, no, yeah. There, there's actually, if I wasn't hung up on the ellipsis thing, I would be hung up on the M dash thing. Oh, I'm an M dash abuser. Come oh, for me. Damn. Cancel me. Yeah, I gotta go. I'm going to go count the amount of M dashes in your book right oh, God. after this podcast. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what have I you done? I, I want to go into fashion check. Only you would think that you could hide that powder blue, puffy sleeved, it's kind of a peasant dress, but it might just be a baggy disaster of questionable fiber content that you wore to the spring dance. Fashion check? Because this is Was some of my any? favorite fashion Oh, wait, out! Oh my god, actually, you are, I'm so wrong, there's so much fashion. So when Clea runs into Suzanne, this is page 81, uh, she's like, oh no, I didn't look well together. <clears throat> I was wearing what I slept in. Thrashed green sweatpants and an ancient t-shirt of my mom's that featured Grimace from McDonald's. Rate that outfit. Oh my god. Uh, 10 out of 10 for Grimace. The audience, I'm in New Jersey, by the way, with my family, because my sister, shout out to Sam, got married. Sam is going to be our next guest on the podcast. So stay tuned for that. Got married. Loved someone so much that they got the government involved. Yeah, right? Can you imagine? Not me. Not <laughs> me. Gonna... I'm going to be like single and 50 and just living my fucking life. <laughs> Amen. I'm in, my, I'm in my incel era. I'm an incel, but in like a camp kind of a way. Like, it's kind of cute that I'm an incel, you know? Oh. Yeah. I'm just in my flop era. You're a fl- I'm, yeah, I'm in my flop. I'm in my completely fucking insane era, and I'm having a great time. Nice. I am having some wine. Ooh, interesting white. Mm. <laughs> they say that about me sometimes. <laughs> my nickname in college was White, Na- white Dan, by the way. <laughs> white in college Dan. choir, no less. Wait, in choir, amazing. I was White Can Dan. Can I call you that? White Dan? Yeah, feel free. I, Incredible. For a while, that was my Smash Bros username, was White Dan. In- amazing. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> so we got through our first outfit, which is Clay's outfit. Um, dressed to impress. Yeah, honestly, that's how people dress just in 2021. She should have just time traveled here. So everyone in the audience... Google Grimace right now. Just Google Grimace. Grimace I, the mascot. Man, he's the purple guy. I yeah. love Grimace do you know what he is? so much. Do you, know, do you know what he's supposed to be? He's supposed to be a purple guy. He's supposed to be a taste bud. Whoa. He's designed to be bud. a taste bud. And he hasn't been seen in like nine years in public. Wow. So where was Grimace on January 6th? <laughs> yeah. It says right here that uh, he shot JFK. (laughs) He is old enough. 
He is holding it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. The next fashion check is Suzanne. Suzanne, on the other hand, was so buffed and polished, I could have sworn I saw the sun glint off her perfect skin. We don't get information on her outfit, but that's that's the fashion check. I hope she's just nude and she lathered herself <laughs> in jergens and she's just chilling in the hallway. She's wearing olive oil. <laughs> yeah, she's just really sweaty, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Moisture. Maybe, maybe uh, every time there's like a... Is it Mystery Men, that movie where the guy thinks he's invisible and he's just naked? Whoa. Now I'm that's a about- thought. Um, I don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's I okay. thought it's, I could bullshit my way through it, but I, it's I give the, up. Um, if you've seen the music video for All Star by Smash Mouth, it I was have. originally made for that movie. Wow. Where like Ben Stiller has like a, mm-hmm. a pickaxe or something or a shovel. Whoa. It's like it's a, a ragtag crew. I got to watch it see if it holds up. I bet it doesn't. Anyway. I bet it does. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It already sounds like it doesn't. But it I, doesn't. I am interested. I am intrigued. I do like the gag of someone thinking he's invisible and he's just naked. Wow. That's a good, that's a good gag. Hate it when that happens. Yeah. All right. The next fashion check. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. The next fashion check is on page 84. When Claire goes to see Peary, you don't get the outfits, but we do get that Peary is folding laundry. Not only that, it says Peary is shaped like a fire hydrant, yet her whole body seems to elongate when she folds sheets. What? what? A disrespectful <laughs> bullshit that you're gonna compare a person to a fire hydrant i hate clea dude she sucks yeah yeah what the why would you say that about someone that they're shaped like a fire hydrant that's so mean what the fuck period didn't do anything period didn't do anything wrong here so let's break down this this is i would say eat the rich this section are you here for this Let's break this down, okay? Because okay. it starts out bad and it gets worse. So let's, oh my God. let's go it's back horrible. to page 83. Would you like to read the, the paragraph that starts with, I slipped up to my room? Oh, oh, here we go. I slipped up to my room but staggered back when I opened the door, overcome by a distinctly pungent odor. Weed. I recognized it immediately <laughs> because it was weed. When we were 16 <laughs> and we smoked a lot of weed, Raina had a mad crush on a guy who played in a Native American drum circle, probably a white guy that smokes weed. I know. The I know part is in the book, by the okay. way. Okay, and let's pause there. By the way, that was all in the book except for any sentence that mentioned weed. Are you gonna- The Native American drum circle was mentioned explicitly. Oh, yeah, that's real. That's real. <laughs> the best that part, part about real. me doing that bit right there is that you I don't think know it is what's weed. real I think and what's that fake. That is what it's implied to be, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But very, yeah, it was a pretty good bit. But then at the end, it was like, oh, for six months, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Douse the smoke, wave the smoke to get rid of evil spirits. It was like, I know only one person who would try and ward evil, evil spirits with sage. It's my non-white or coded Romani <laughs> housekeeper. She's not, she's just Hungarian. That means she's probably Catholic. That's why she said holy water in the next page. So she comes to Piri, and Piri's humming along happily to herself, and then groans when she sees Clea, which, I don't know about you, but I was like, yes, Piri, you're right. Yeah, Piri is the only good character in this book. 
Anyway, Harry's like, why would you assume it was me? And Clay is kind of awkward, like, uh, uh. <laughs> and then realizes it's not Peary. And that's see, that's all half the conflict in this book is Claire thinking, oh, this smells weird. It must be the, the most ethnic person in this household. So what's cracking me up is that she's so fucking waspy that she's like, huh, what's this? Who, who would burn such a thing? Maybe the, the, uh, the like Catholic Hungarian lady who works under me. Like, no, she's going to tell you to use holy water, which she does on the next page. Just like in Supernatural. Yeah, and then the whole, God, and then the whole realization of Sage. <gasps> sage. Like, come on. Oh, that was the word. That was, that made me recoil. There was no logical answer. The aroma of Sage, ellipses, was from Sage. He was reaching out to me. I don't know how, but I knew it was true. That's on page 87. Nah, it was Ben and Suzanne, and they smoked a fat blunt in that room. And then Ben ate her And then Ben was no longer an incel cuck. And you know what? He's better off without Clea, because Clea sucks. The clue on the computer... I like how sometimes Dan just doesn't even acknowledge me. I say something I don't something know how to respond Dan. to that. How would you respond to that? I don't know, something! <laughs> Active listening, dude. Damn. Oh, believe me, I listened to this many times when, when editing, and I'm like, huh, that's what that's what Al meant. Oh, maybe I'm just incomprehensible. I did get irresponsibly high before this, so well, you're a method valid. reading. Your method. Wait, what does reading that mean? What does that mean? Elaborate mean, on that. What, what mean, does that you mean? Read, oh my god, there's a there's a weed smell. I must also smell. Oh, yeah, I do that all the time. Actually, whenever I like accidentally burn something while I'm cooking, which doesn't happen often because I am good at cooking. But whenever I burn something or if I uh, if I cook something that produces a lot of smoke, uh, I'll just start ripping bong in the kitchen. I'm, I'm like, you know what? I might as well double down. There's already a bunch of smoke in here. Had to burn some sage. I can't say I relate. Well, that's because I'm I'm a dirty gremlin, Dan. That's because I'm untamed. I'm feral. I'm barbarian. What are we talking about? The clue on Clea's screensaver says... (laughs) Screensaver. Find Charles Victor, ellipses, beneath the flying pig, ellipses. Time is short, ellipses. Oh, you know what? I bet it's supposed to be the initial CV for Cursed Vengeance. Oh, fucking hell. You're right. (laughs) That's exactly what it is, isn't it? That's exactly what it is. (laughs) God. Oh, God damn it. Al, I didn't realize that till now, but you're right. Yeah, that's got to be it. What if it's the guy with a CV tattoo? It probably is. In the woods. Time is short. God damn it. There's no mystery anymore. By the way, she doesn't. By the way, Clay does not realize this. It's like when pigs fly, and then finds like a Chaz, a Charles, a Charlie. He's some, he's some businessman. <sighs> Beneath the flying pig. What does that mean? Oh, it's gonna be in London. Oh, why is she fucking jet setting? You know why I think it's London? 
What? Because uh, Upton Sinclair's book, um, what was the one of, but it's also like a, it's got the pig flying on the cover, you know what I'm talking about? The Jungle? Yes. I think, I think that's where the flying pig is. Because if you think about it, like previously, though, like there have been weird, like old uh, cult, pop culture references that have helped her find these things, like Shakespeare, which is a little bit, you know, more, more old. But I think Pink Floyd would be the next, next logical yeah. step. Old timey. Especially if weed is a theme now. If weed is a theme, yeah, this is now a drug book. <laughs> it was already a drug book when I picked it up, but. Uh, now canonically is a drug book. Yeah, I wonder. Charles Victor. What? I wonder what Clea has Google alerts for. Grimace t shirts, eBay. Grimace t shirts, eBay. Grimace merch, um, 400 year old condoms, cave sounds, ASMR. Cave sounds, ASMR. Um, uh, Oregano Grande. What what religions burn Satan? No, you know what? She wouldn't even ask that question because she doesn't care. No. Um, how to get rid of weed smell? No, that's her search history. <laughs> Sometimes it's mine too. Um, so the funniest thing about the screensaver clue is not the clue itself, which you've solved it, but um, the fact that it was a. Uh, the screen was dark except for several words written in a bright blue 12 point font that scrolled along the top of the screen. That's so too small. small for me to read from across the room. But I like to imagine it's mounting on like a DVD logo. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or like the, <laughs> the Samsung logo just drifting diagonally down your computer screen. I love that. <laughs> and it's just like trying to track like it with the finger. she's like struggling to read it. Yeah. Yep. So it's like 12 point font is already pretty small, even if you're. Fucking it's a moving target in front of you. Yeah, it's like what? What? Come back here! Come back here! Also, I find it funny, like the things she googles, like before that, without this, the the sage clue is just also so funny. It's just like the most basic stuff. Like she is not a good googler. Oh yeah, she's just got how to get rid of weed smell. Um, <laughs> how to get rid of how to get rid of soy boy beta cuck or orbiters. Uh, how, um, how to win at cribbage. Yeah, cribbage boards. Uh, maybe. White chicks free streaming online. Yeah. Wow. Elixir. Elixir. Oh, by the way, uh, um, because I don't think there's anything else to talk about in this chapter. I think we, I think we got. No, it. not really. Uh, so I'd like to read you something you don't know about yet. You ready oh, for this? No. Oh, I'm. What? Oh, okay. Oh, I was wrong. I I missed a fashion check for Suzanne. She's wearing oh, an unrumpled oh, yeah. skirt and and she smiled with it. <laughs> an unrumpled skirt. No, you know what? I need I need more than that. Honestly, we need a little rumple sometimes. You can't be completely rumpleless, you know? You got it. You got to have a little bit of bulbous something, you know? I don't know what I'm saying. I already forgot what we were talking there's about. There's one there's two more things I want to bring up. First things first on page 79. It's just talking about, you know, the society and, you know, torturing Sage. And it's like they're now trying to protect this, the elixir, which now existed in Sage's body alone, which tells me it's. Oh, it's absolutely. <laughs> it's yeah. Anyway, 
Uh, on the I got this copy, by the way, signed by Elise Allen herself. Damn. Would you like to hear what she said? Yeah. What's what's up? Dan, have you and Al figured out why you're still reading these? Three question marks. Oh Much love, Elise. Wow. What an inscription. That's pretty iconic. Yeah, so might as well talk about meeting Elise at this point. Oh, yeah. Well, Dan's got a gush about uh, nothing good has happened to me uh, in the past three weeks. So take it away, Dan. Give us the serotonin we need. We're relying on you. I was on my way to the East Coast for my sister's wedding in Philadelphia last weekend. And whenever I go to the East Coast, I like to stop off on the West Coast for just like a, couple, a day or two if I can. And luckily, I found uh, a flight that included a 36-hour layover in L.A. And that's great, because I have a friend there, I have friends and family, whatever. I realized I had the full Sunday and nothing planned. And so I reached out to Elise a few days before and saying, hey, uh, would you want to meet up? And she said yes. And we actually met up and got coffee and just walked around for a solid hour and just talked about anything and everything. It was great. It was fun. That's wild, dude. She's, you met you met her. You met the queen. You met the reason we're all here. Yeah, and well, one of the first things she asked about was how you're doing. Oh yeah, when you when you were meeting her, um, was I in Arkansas or Memphis at that point? I don't remember. Um, I think I might have been in Arkansas, but I was just like, I can't believe you're meeting her, and I'm like, sorry, I saw something really weird in the sky just now. Um, this is a very cursed place. This is a very cursed place. The, the, the Superdome caught on fire today for no reason. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm fine. It's <laughs> All fine. good. So there are some things we talked about. We shared stories. Uh, we talked about musicals for a bit. She told me she doesn't understand why I like Mamma Mia 2 so much. Whoa. Shots fired. We talked about some things, uh, some NDA type stuff. Uh, talked about what things she's I, I, NDAs for, which is not to include disclosure agreements. So there are a lot of things that you will never hear in this podcast that we talked about, unfortunately, because it's. Uh, Have we ever talked about anything important? You told me that. And I was like, well, I wouldn't ask her any questions besides like. Who do you think of out of all the books is most likely to be a QAnon supporter? Right. Or like, you know, what's your favorite smoothie flavor or. Um, oh, my God. Hold up. Hold up. We brushed over the weirdest part of the chapter. Did we? Was there was another smell that Clea smelled. She's just early smell- in the chapter. She's smelling. A- she walked past the kitchen. Remember this part? Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh, my God. So she uh, she goes in the kitchen. Where is it? Uh, sorry, she's really mean to Ben. God damn. She really is just so mean to him. Here we go. Middle of 80. Here, just read. Maybe caffeine would help. Read that onwards. Oh, yeah. Hang on. Uh, Maybe caffeine would help. I took the tray of tea my mom had made for me yesterday and carried it downstairs, relishing the early morning quiet. While I brewed a new pot, I looked around for something to eat. I saw a cork-sealed glass jar of granola that looked and smelled amazing. But just as I was scooping myself a huge bowl, I remembered Peary's homemade horse snacks and dumped it back in the jar. Fucking iconic. I I like that. First off, Peary's horse snacks. Yeah. Peary's also a horse girl. Isn't Raina and Raina's mom supposed to be the 
horse professionals. Peary can be a horse girl. Peary can be whatever she wants to be. Yeah, I do. I do like that this house is this family is so rich that the animal food smells like real food. Yeah, that's funny. I would eat it anyway. Would you? I feel like horses eat. Well, okay. Uh, If you take the horse drugs, not ketamine, the other one, ivermectin. It's apple flavored, right? It's apple flavored paste. I, um, I, 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 I was going somewhere with this. I don't. OK, where is it? Where is it? Uh, oh, yeah. What if it does taste really good? No, it'll still make you sick. But I would eat like five of these horse treats. It's probably just granola. Yeah, it is granola. It's a cork sealed glass jar of granola. It's probably it's probably good. I'd eat it. I eat a lot. Of, I eat a lot of weird stuff, though. I eat the cafeteria food at the elementary school I teach at. That's pretty weird behavior. That's, I mean, that's, pretty, that's, like, that's pretty weird. Are you sure? You're I alive? like slam chocolate milks every day. Are you sure this is an hallucination? I love school lunch, dude. I we also have like a really good food vendor, but it's also just like, man, sometimes you need to just slam some chalky milk. Grimace. Grimace. What's Elise Allen like? She's fun. Uh, very gregarious, very talkative. That's um, amazing. Wow. I mean, it does help that we're both from the same-ish area of the United States. So, like, we have a similar, you know, cadence to ourselves. And there are a lot of parallels in our lives that lend themselves to a similar cadence. Very no-nonsense, very busy. Um, and hopefully we'll get to more of this when we interview her. But uh, she likes, um, she does this thing creatively. She likes spinning plates on everything, like doing a bunch of product projects at once. So it doesn't really like split your time between different projects to keep it nice and lively and, and keep anything from feeling stale or boring. Damn. She's very busy. Wow. That would, that would stress me out. I, I think I just, no, I kind of do that. I get that. I get that. Yeah. So I was very grateful. She had time to meet up and hang out and talk. Informally off the record. Yeah. Damn. And I can't wait to have her on. And so you guys can hear her as well. And uh, hopefully we can ask her questions about uh, what we can get answers about. <laughs> That's so scary. I've been so mean. I have also been mean. It's whatever. I am out it's... of brain power at this point of the day. I'm just jet lagged and all that stuff. I'm sorry. I'm not as funny tonight. You're, you're great. I had a rough three weeks. Uh... To put it lightly. Yeah. I bought a bunch of stuff when I got home from evacuating, which is stupid. I bought a bunch of stuff off the internet because the only thing that makes me happy is buying things off of the internet, you know? Um, And there are so many fucking delays with every carrier that I want my shit and I know I'm, I shouldn't expect, I don't know. Everything kind of sucks. Um, no, it's fine. Um, work is very stressful. I just yeah. want to get. I just want to get high and play with swords. A few minutes later. Um. Wow. I'm still recording. I should stop recording. Oh no! We no. We should finish this up with a plug. Oh yeah. Uh. You should listen to our podcast. It's called <laughs> Cinderella Stories of the Z. 
It's pretty good. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, yeah. You can start from uh, episode 10 of the first season if you want to just jump right in and really feel like you're on a ride. Earlier, I was, hang- I was in the car with my dad and his girlfriend, and we were driving to a fancy Italian restaurant, and my podcast came up. And my dad was like, oh, we should listen to it on the way back. Uh, Dan, what episode should we listen to? Episode 10. I was like, uh, none of them. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't want to listen to that episode with like, my dad's girlfriend in a car. Incredible. Like, Just so... double, double down on the awkwardness. Embrace yeah. it. <laughs> Maybe. But now so much of my family knows about my podcast from, from questions at the wedding. It's kind of funny. Now that's incredible. Much to think about. Will I be a better person? Will this inspire me to be a better person? Absolutely not. Um, I'm going to be a scumbag forever. But I did think about it for a second. So that's something. It's true. My plug is Listen to Montero by Lil Nas X. His debut album. Why don't you like Scoop? I don't like like Scoop at all. Why not? I Doja had mixed feelings about, but out of all the songs in the I album, love her. Sorry. Scoop is the one I skip. I love Void, Sun Goes Down, Don't Want It, uh, That's What I Want, Dead Right Now, Montero, and Distro Baby. It's just like, it's so full of bangers at Scoop. I'm like, why is this here? This is not belong to the rest of them. I, I will, I like, I listen to the sad songs, but I kind of, a lot of the times I'll skip through them because I'm like, nope, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I need, I need, I need nothing but bangers right now. I've been listening to the Chromatica remix album. Actually, you know what? Stream the Chromatica remix album, um, on repeat constantly though. That's one I've been just like, oh, we, I was in the car with Lindy and we were listening to the remix of sign from above. And it has this, uh, part at the end that's like, uh, 40 minutes of just like hyper pop kind of a sound. And uh, the song ends and Lindy just looks at me and goes, I don't get hyper pop. And I was just like, I don't either, but I really, really like it. Um, And yeah, I think, I think that sums it up pretty well. Stream Chromatica remix album. Yeah. And listen to our podcast and listen to our podcast. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. First vengeance. We live in a society. Um, Trump. Victor vengeance. Victor. <laughs> Victor, Victor vengeance. <laughs> Victor doom. That's someone's drag king name, Victor vengeance. That's a good one. Yeah, good for them. All right, I'm pressing stop now. Oh, me too. Before you go away, go away, go away. Wait, this one's over, let it go when subscribe next episode comes next sunday or next monday please go rate our podcast on itunes today don't log off please just go in please follow our twitter till next sunday or next monday haven't you told a friend check us out today okay But she just loved war.